The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is our scripture lesson for this past Sunday, the fifth Sunday of the Easter season. Scripture lesson, remember, instead of Old Testament readings, we have scripture lessons looking at the history of the early Christian church. And here we see the Apostle Paul and Silas on Paul's second missionary journey going to the cities of Thessalonica and Berea, and we're especially thinking about Berea today. Luke was inspired to write, When they had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a Jewish synagogue, as his custom was. Paul went into the synagogue, and on three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and proving that the Christ had to suffer and rise from the dead. This Jesus I am proclaiming to you is the Christ, he said. Some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a large number of God-fearing Greeks and not a few prominent women. But the Jews were jealous, so they reached, rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace, formed a mob and rioted, started a riot in the city. They rushed to Jason's house in search of Paul and Silas in order to bring them out to the crowd. But when the, they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some other brothers before the city officials, shouting, These men who have caused trouble all over the world have now come here. And Jason has welcomed them into his house. They are all defying Caesar's decree, saying that there is another king, one called Jesus. When they heard this, the crowd and the city officials were thrown into turmoil. Then they made Jason and the others post bond and let them go. As soon as it was night, the brothers sent Paul and Silas away to Berea. On arriving there, they went to the Jewish synagogue. Now the Bereans were of more noble character than the Thessalonians, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. Many of the Jews believed, as did also a number of prominent Greek women and many Greek men. My dear friends in Christ, well, because of the riots and all the trouble that was caused in Thessalonica by those jealous Jews, Paul and Silas knew that it was time that they had to move on from there. In Thessalonica, there were some beautiful effects of the gospel, the Holy Spirit working on people's hearts, but tragically, there were those who also rejected the message. Well, it was time now for Paul and Silas to move on, and it was time for that congregation in Thessalonica, to that young, thriving church, to get to work on its own. Luke says here, as soon as it was night, the brothers sent Paul and Silas away to Berea. On arriving there, they went to the Jewish synagogue. Kind of interesting, despite the opposition that he faced, the Apostle Paul still kept on preaching the gospel. Why? Because he knew that that's what God wanted him to do. And because of the joy he experienced in opening up the scriptures to people so that they could know Jesus as the Savior. And, and, you know, the point is, is that there may have been many more that rejected him, but the, the 
people here and there, and, and there were many in Thessalonica that did believe, but whenever anyone was affected by the gospel that they believed its wonderful message, that gave Paul and Silas such great joy. Well, Luke says, now the Bereans were of more noble character than the Thessalonians, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. Many of the Jews believed, as did also a number of prominent Greek women and many Greek men. The Bereans' response to the gospel was an even greater response than the Thessalonian response to the gospel. It was an even greater response. By God's grace, the Holy Spirit was working on people's hearts so that they not only believed the message in God's word, which Paul proclaimed, but they also even searched the scriptures even more so that the Holy Spirit had more opportunities to strengthen and build up their faith in Jesus the Savior. And what a blessed congregation that Berean church must have been since its members, it says, were searching the scriptures every day. And what a blessing would also come to us and, well, to our church and, well, to our world in general, we could say if we all were, were regularly advancing and examining the scriptures, doing that every day. If everyone in our church was reading and studying the Bible for, I'll say, 15 to 30 minutes every day, I can guarantee that our church would experience such spiritual growth that we would be absolutely amazed. Well, the Apostle Paul, he did experience many troubles and hardships for sharing his faith because of his faith, but maybe I already gave it away. It wasn't really his faith that caused the hardships or troubles. It was the fact that he had to share his faith. His faith, it gave him such amazing joy. Just knowing that, yes, he was a sinner who deserved God's wrath and punishment, but but he had the forgiveness of sins and he had heaven because of it. That faith, it didn't cause him any grief. That just gave him the greatest of joy. But what caused Paul the problem is the fact that he had to share his faith. He had to share his faith. When he left Thessalonica, you could have said, man, just lay low. Don't talk about Jesus for a while then you'll be safe for a time. But he couldn't hide his faith. He had to keep on sharing his faith. He kept on preaching. And our, our reading doesn't mention it. It's listed elsewhere. But, but the Jews who had stirred up trouble for Paul in Thessalonica, they followed him to Berea. And, well, the, amongst the Bereans, the gospel had had some tremendous effects, but then those Jews, they came and caused Paul problems again so that he ended up having to, to move on again. Throughout his Christian life, the Apostle Paul always had to be concerned about those who wanted him dead because he was preaching Jesus, because he was preaching the gospel. But he kept on preaching the gospel he kept on sharing Jesus with the world because 
He didn't want to be like that church bell I told you about a couple of days ago, the, the one that was plugged with wood, a wooden bottom that had a door put cut into its side and a padlock on it so that the church could use that bell as its, as its strong box, its safety deposit box. He didn't want to be like that bell. He wanted to be one who was ringing out the wonderful news about Jesus the Savior. He wanted to and he did experience the joy of sharing the gospel the joy of knowing that God had used him to reach more and more souls with his life, eternal life-giving gospel. Apart from knowing that Jesus is the Savior, the joy of sharing the gospel really is the greatest joy that we can have this side of heaven. Our greatest joy, knowing that we're forgiven, knowing that we're heirs of heaven. But then the joy we have in sharing the gospel, that's the second greatest joy we could say we have. So let's not be like that silent church bell, but by God's grace and with the Holy Spirit's help, let's ring out with that gospel message so that we can see God's gospel, so that we can see the Holy Spirit working on people's hearts. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, Paul and Silas suffered much for sharing the gospel, but they also had the joy of sharing the gospel because they knew they were sharing with people the greatest and the best news ever. Help us also to know the joy that Paul and Silas had in sharing the gospel because we're sharing the best news ever. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.